This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Happy New Year. Listen, just because it's a federal holiday and the banks are closed and the markets are closed and everything is closed doesn't mean we're not going to have an episode. We don't take a day off here behind the velvet rope. So listen, some of you have been with me from the very beginning, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. But a lot of you, we have so many new listeners every day, every week, every month, every year. There are so many of you that I bet have not heard our pilot episode. Do you know when this podcast started? It was two days a week, one day a week. It was kind of like Wendy Williams inspired. It was one day a week interview. And the other day was like, look, I can hang out with all you housewives, but I'm going to talk about it on the air. That's how this started. Now it's morphed into a five day a week show. We have interviews. We have some gossip. We have Patreon Saturdays with Kim D. Everyone's somehow favorite day of the week. I never would have predicted that. But listen, we share the pilot episode here today. It was about me down in Florida. There was a dinner. There was an event. I had dinner with Kelly Dodd, Rick Leventhal, Dolores Catania, and the one, the only, Singa Stinga. I know. Just listen to this episode. You know, it's like, I have moments where I cringe. And then I have moments where I'm like, this is pretty good. But then I have a lot of moments where I cringe again. So look, it's not about me. We share with you the episode that started it all. Dinner with Kelly Dodd, Rick Leventhal, Dolores, and Ramona Singer. And everything that happened during that dinner. So listen to our pilot episode. Guys, tomorrow we are back with an all new episode. Let the interviews begin. Guys, we are now behind the velvet rope. Welcome. This is so exciting. So we have a lot to cover. You know, it's a new year, 2020. I think it's going to be a great year. And I think 2019 was a great year. You know, now that we're in a new year, I'm kind of reflecting back 
on last year, you know, and I think the year really ended with a bang. I think what we should talk about today is some of the stuff that happened at the end of last year. You know, I think an interesting story or something to tell you guys is the um, Celebrity Housewives that I attended. We all know that I've attended many Celebrity Housewife events, but um, at the end of last uh, year, 2019, I went to do a mini residency in Florida. We'll talk about that. I was supposed to be there for one day, and I ended up being in Florida for five days. Um, I went with Dolores Catania from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, She had a Celebrity Housewives appearance And she called me. And, you know, when Dolores calls you, you don't say no. I mean, for anyone who hasn't met Dolores, let me tell you, you look into that gorgeous, gorgeous, beautifully tanned face, and you just can't say no. So Dolores called me and is like, listen, do you want to come with me? I'm going to Florida. I have an, you know, an appearance, Celebrity Housewives. And of course, I said yes. So I was kind of excited, you know, to go and hang with my friend Dolores. You know, I didn't really need that much more detail. But, of course, then I had a few questions for Dolores, and I'm like, so who else is going to be there with you? You know, who is on this Celebrity Housewives event? You know, and she's like, okay, well, uh, I don't even know, so let me just look that up. And she's like, so it's me? I'm like, okay. She's like, Kelly Dodd. I'm like, huh, okay, so that's kind of interesting. And then she said the words... That I will always remember, Ramona Singer. I'm like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? So Dolores, Kelly Dodd, and Ramona Singer had an appearance. So of course now I went from being excited, no offense, Dolores, I love you dearly, to being like thrilled beyond belief. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get to spend time with the Singer Stinger. And we all know, I mean, everyone knows that I have a very, very interesting past with Ramona. I mean, I think we have have had some really good times, and Ramona and I have had some really bad times. So, but I was going regardless. So it also turned out that, just totally aside, um, it turned out that when this was happening in uh, Florida, this Celebrity Housewives appearance, they were doing these three Grease sing-along reunions. And like it literally was with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. So I was like, well, actually, this is perfect that three days before this appearance with Dolores are these three different nights with like Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. So I was like, I'm just going to tack that on at the beginning part of this whole event. So I'm like, I can go do three nights of Grease and then I'll do this thing with Dolores and Kelly and Ramona. You know, and when I book things, I, as everyone knows who listens to this, I do not pay attention to any of the small details. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of coffee. So I booked these three amazing nights to do these three Grease appearances. And then as it got closer, I started looking at the fine details because I had no flights or no hotels or anything. And I see like, okay, the first night this Grease thing is appearing at like whatever stadium. I forgot the name of the stadium. And then I'm looking at the next night and like the stadium has a different name. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I guess there's like two different names to the stadium. So it took me a minute, but I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, these three Grease things are in three fucking different locations. I'm like, oh my God. So I thought I was just going to Florida and I was staying in one location. It turns out the first night of the Grease thing was in West Palm Beach. The second was in, trying to remember, Tampa, Florida, the stripper capital of the world. And the third was in Jacksonville. So I'm like, 
fuck my life. I have to now fly from New York to West Palm Beach, from West Palm to Tampa, from Tampa to Jacksonville. Then I started focusing on this whole thing with Dolores, and it turns out that wasn't even the next day. There was a day off in between, and that was in Fort Lauderdale. So I'm like, kill me now. I need to go into like four different locations in five different days in Florida in December when it's like the holidays and I'm so busy. So that was just a pain in my ass. But of course, I book airfare and travel and all this other shit at the last minute. You know, but I'm really happy I went, you know— Olivia Newton-John's cancer is back, and she didn't really seem well. But I got to meet John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, so that was awesome and great. Taking another sip of coffee, you guys. But, you know, let's just focus on what really matters here. So Florida's not my, you know, it was, I was ready to come home. So finally, after four long days of doing all this and being alone, and I actually ran into a friend that I knew, I finally got to meeting Dolores. So I get to Fort Lauderdale. Dolores is amazing. God bless her soul. She is the closest thing to a saint amongst us. She's the nicest person I've ever met. But she's, listen, all of these housewives that I'm friends with, I have to say, they're not great with the details. And I don't mean like in a bad way, like they're so busy. I get it. It's like, I try to confirm with Dolores, like what time are you arriving? What time are you leaving? These, these women, they'll never blow you off. You, you never get blown off, but you really don't get answered sometimes when they're busy. So I literally was in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm like, I have no idea when, where, how, or why I'm meeting Dolores. And then, like, as in typical, you get, like, a text that says, come to my hotel room. And, like, when? Oh, in five minutes? Literally in five minutes. So, but I was just happy. I'm like, yay, I finally can hang out with, like, Miss Dolores Catania. So... I go to her hotel room, you know, this is this is before the event. This is the day of the event. And she's like running around. She's like, just get us room service. She's like, order something healthy. I order all this food. And Dolores is so low maintenance that she is she had someone doing her hair and makeup, but she didn't have like a whole glam team. So she's like, listen, David, you're gonna have to help. Now, of course, you know, you're bringing me down there, you're bringing me to this event. I'm always willing to help. I mean, I would do anything for Dolores. So I figured, you know, like tidy up the room. No, she's like, you actually need to do my hair. I'm like, what? She's like, you need to do my hair. I'm like, okay, well, like I didn't go to beauty school. Like I don't have like a degree. She's like, no, no, no. You're just going to take. So I literally was sitting there feeding the food that we ordered to Dolores and literally blow drying her hair, which Guys, I'm kind of good at blow-drying hair. Like, if anyone isn't sure of that, I'm pretty good at it. So I guess I have a whole second a whole second career out there. So we get ready. We're getting ready. It's time to kind of go to the actual event, which is, you know, it's time to do something. So now I'm starting to get nervous because, like, now I'm going to the event and I'm going to be backstage with Dolores. And, I mean, I'm going to run into, you know, Kelly, of course, but, like, Ramona, who I've met, you know, a gazillion times and sometimes. You know, Sonia, one night when I was out really late drinking, so all hours of the morning with Miss Sonia Morgan, Sonia's like, Ramona knows who you are, David. I- I'm not sure I believe that, Sonia. But, I mean, granted, I've met Ramona a gazillion times. All that BS about, like... You know, she 
she knows people and she acts like she's never met them before. I don't know if that's true or if she really doesn't remember. But for all the times I've met her, she acts like she's never met me. So I don't know if she knows me, doesn't know me. I'm getting off the topic. So we get to the event. We check in backstage and in Dolores's dressing room. I figure out I have like, you know, some time to like relax, see what's up. And the next thing you know, in walks Ramona. She does a little look at me kind of like, what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, so I, I think she kind of knows who I am, but I'm not really sure she knows who I am. But anyway, I'm just like, hi, Ramona. And she walks right out. I mean, don't forget, like Ramona and Dolores have had their own, you know, just on Watch What Happens during uh, BravoCon. They had the squash, the beef and the whole thing. So, you know, Ramona and Dolores have their own. And listen, Dolores... Dolores doesn't play around. Like, I'm not worried. Like, if anyone tries to fuck with me when Dolores is around, trust me, I, I feel protected. So she'll put Ramona right in her place. But Ramona just walked out, and then in walks Kelly with Mr. Rick, Mr. Rick Leventhal. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I also said hi to her. She was, like, a little nicer, but, you know, Rick Rick seemed great. So everyone's, like, walking around backstage. I mean, I'm really there just to help Dolores, you know, get ready for the show, have a great show. Then, you know, for everyone who's heard me talk about Celebrity Housewives, I won't waste too much time talking about Celebrity Housewives on this episode because we all know I've been to a lot of the Celebrity Housewives shows. You know, and for anyone who doesn't know what Celebrity Housewives is, it really is three of the housewives that tour and do a talk. There's like, there's a moderator and they talk and they ask questions and then there's an audience Q&A. So like for a very long time over the summer, it was like Teresa Judice with Margaret Josephs and Sonia Morgan. So that's why like when this was happening, I figured, you know, this Ramona hardly ever does this. But what makes it interesting is like the combinations of people. So I thought like Dolores and Dolores hasn't done one in a really long time either. So the fact that Dolores was there and Ramona, Kelly's actually done a bunch of them. So Google Celebrity Housewives for all of those of you who don't know what it is or aren't familiar with it from my past shows. You know, it really travels the country. Like in January this month, there was Leanne Locken, although Leanne was taken off the poster. It was Leanne Locken, Kelly Dodd, and Sonia. They were in California and they were in Arizona, which is a whole nother interesting thing because – it was the three of them, and Leanne was taken off the poster. I didn't think she went. Margaret told me that she was still there, and I, I Googled it. I think Leanne was still actually on the stage, but Leanne is already being taken off poster. So if anyone's out there wondering if Leanne is fired or not, I would say 99% Leanne is fired and not coming back, you know, after this past season. Oh, listen, it's a new year. And that means you've all started it with your New Year's resolutions. And I'm sure staying healthy and working out is one of your New Year's resolutions. Well, I personally always have a hard time sticking with my fitness goals. That is until I started taking Peloton classes. If I'm left to my own devices, I'll go to the gym for three or four days and then peace out. I'm over it. With Peloton classes, I mean, first of all, there's so much variety. But what I love is they're motivating. I feel like I'm not in this alone. Now, I know what you're thinking. 
thinking Peloton, that's the bike, right? But listen, Peloton is more than just bikes. Did you know that Peloton makes treadmills as well? And they're great treadmills. The Peloton tread, you can adjust your speed and incline automatically while you're taking one of their classes. So you never break your stride. And their instructors are from all different walks of life. They kind of have like different styles of motivation. So personally, if you have a short attention span like me, I never get bored. The classes are available 24-7. You guys are going to love these classes. You can now try the Peloton Tread risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. You could see additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Let's just segue for a few minutes. Everyone that knows me knows I have total ADD, and we're going to come back to this evening because we really have not even begun to scratch the surface of what happened later in the evening with Ramona, but... What does everyone think of uh, Tamara and Vicky? Uh, I say being let go. I mean, you know, call it what it is. I'm very, very upset. I'm really, really upset over Vicky. And I'm kind of upset over Tamara. I mean, I guess it needed it, and it's going to be a totally different show. But I would love to know what people think of this. I mean, I'm just like, to me, Vicky being let go is, I mean, even being demoted to a friend, but Vicky being let go is just... I don't know. Like, I never loved my experiences with Vicky all the times I met her. But since she was demoted, and she wasn't horrible. She was no, you know, Ramona. But since she's been demoted to a friend, she was really starting to soften up. And I mean, for anyone who didn't listen to all of my BravoCon recaps in my past life, it, you know, I mean, she, I like made Vicky cry at BravoCon because I told her that she's the OG and people need to show respect. And she... She got tears in her eyes. It was very, it's very sensitive. But um, I'm really, really very upset. Like that's just the news. I'm bringing this up now is because that news just happened this past week. And I don't know. You could say, you could say that they left on their own accord, but that's that's not how I see it personally. Um, I mean, people have been DMing me asking. I, I just that's my opinion. But I'm really very upset about Vicky. And I'm kind of upset about Tamara. I really grew to like Tamara, like as a person, IRL. And kind of on the show. So that's that. But I do think it's going to be a really interesting show with Shannon. I think it's really just going to be Shannon on in one corner and uh, Kelly in the other corner. And by the way, I'm not saying I in, – in real life, I actually know Bronwyn really well too. I have mixed feelings about her as a housewife. But Andy fucking loves Bronwyn. Loves. Which – is shocking. I loved her at the beginning, then I wasn't sure, but I mean Bronwyn's not going anywhere. Like Andy really really likes her. He likes her mother, he likes her story, he likes her family, he likes the fact that she has all her children. For some reason, Andy has a total hard on for Bronwyn. So, Bronwyn is definitely back. He's she's not going anywhere. I heard that Gina was going to get fired. But I think it's – I have to look into this a little more. I think it's kind of all official. I think it's just Vicky's out and Tamara's out, and I think everyone else is in. So I think it's just going to be Kelly with Emily on one side of the room and I guess Shannon and I guess Gina on the other side of the room, and they're going to hire some new girls. But we 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 love our Vicky. But anyway, let's get back to what happened. So, okay, so then there's a Q&A. You know, there's there's the show, there's the talk, there's the Q&A. And let me tell you something. The thing with all these Celebrity Housewife or just any shows like Countess Luann show, like anytime these shows, the more in the middle of nowhere these housewives go, 
the more crazy the audience is because like they have no access, you know, like as much as like, you know, you go out to eat in New York and you're sitting next to like Sonia Morgan, like, okay, like, yeah, like that's a big thing, but not really like we're in New York and everyone comes here and, you know, all the housewives are here and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, so this was in Fort Lauderdale, which is not like in the middle of nowhere, but this audience was insane. First of all, I mean, this doesn't shock me, but people were drunk like not even drunk, like fall down drunk. And I've never seen this at a Celebrity Housewife show before. It's like the moderator was so bad. Well, what he was doing is he had no knowledge of housewives. I mean, listen, I also talked to the people that run this and I was like, I don't understand. You people are idiots. Like, I don't know why you don't just hire me. Like, I'm the one that should be traveling doing this. But I mean, that's not just my own ego talking. It's like, I don't understand. This person was like, some older man, and I mean, uh, I'm an older man too, but this person had no concept of the housewife. So I think what like pushed people over the edge is he like mispronounced Frankie's name. I was backstage. So I wasn't paying attention. But when everybody started booing, so like the audience started booing the moderator, and then one woman had a specific question for Dolores. Somehow it involved Frankie. I think she wanted like a date with Frankie or something, which, listen, guys, Frankie – Frankie has his plans to take over the world. Like he's going to be an investment banker and he is uh, at Sacred Heart and he is going to do an internship in the city this summer. So uh, for all those investment banking firms out there, um, I think I know the one he's going to choose. But, you know, if anyone's doing an internship in investment banking coming to New York City this summer, you might be in the internship class uh, with Frankie uh, Catania. That gorgeous piece of just meat that he is. So here's the deal. So the guy, the people are like booing the moderator and then some woman like runs up because she has a question, like literally gets out of her seat all the way in the back. This is when everyone from backstage kind of came out because there was all this chaos and like ran up. And of course, Dolores is so nice. Like the woman ran over at the edge of the stage and she's like, no, I have a question for you. Dolores like gets out of her seat. Kelly and Ramona look at her like, good luck to you. Like we're not moving off this seat. And then she goes over to the edge, and then, I don't know, the woman asked Dolores some question. She wanted some selfie, something like that. But these women were, like, drunk as can be. So that is kind of the show. Nothing really that exciting happened. Like, during the show, I was hanging out backstage with everyone else's posse. So Dolores brought me. She brought – of course, Dolores had the biggest posse because she's, like, the nicest person in the world. She brought me. She brought two of her friends, um, a very good Botox woman uh, who lives locally down in uh, Florida and, like, and her husband. So it was me, her. Dolores had, like, another friend of hers, this guy Anthony, who does amazing PR, but he's also Dolores's friend. We were all the biggest group. Then Kelly had Rick. And then Ramona's entourage was crickets, crickets, crickets. Ramona brought nobody. Nobody was with Ramona. Now, of course, if it was like Avery, I would have fucking died. But nope, nobody was there with Ramona. I mean, that's just what it is. But I really have to say, I mean, I spent my time backstage, well, mostly with the hair and makeup people because they were like, let's go get drunk and hear some tequila. And I'm like, fuck yes. Even though I drink vodka, as everybody knows. But, you know, when your choices are tequila or tequila, I chose tequila. But I really, because we all know the fame whore that I am, I chose most of my time with Rick Leventhal. So Rick and I, like, totally bonded. Oh, and get this. So Rick, you know, because Rick... Well, the last time that Kelly – you know, listen, I always say this. A lot of these people 
just in general, I- I'm not good at this. A lot of people have a great memory. I don't know how, but I certainly don't. So like I was bonding with Rick and of course I was like, we need to do pictures. And, you know, I mean, of course, like this is the other thing, guys, like when you leave New York and then, you know, you meet New Yorkers for anyone that doesn't live in New York, it's a total bonding experience. So the fact that like Rick lives in New York and I live in New York, like Rick is like my new buddy. And anyone also who has been listening to me for the past year knows like I love a bro moment. I love a bro moment. We all know that I love to bro out. I love to bro out. I brought out with the Toms. I brought out with Jax. Like I love to bro out. So Rick and I were like broing out and I'm like, I think I have a new like straight male friend. Like this is huge. Um, he was great. And he's actually, I find him kind of cute guys. Um, he just turned 60 or he's turning 60. This actually he's turning 60. I think tomorrow, there's a huge party I think Kelly's having for him. But anyway, let's, that'll be a whole nother episode, everybody. We can't talk about everything here because we'll be here all day. But um, what was I going to say? I was just going to say something. So I was spending most of my time with Rick. And then Rick turns to me and he's like, oh, I know totally who you are. So apparently the last – and I do remember this. The last time Rick – the last time Kelly was on Watch What Happens Live, Rick and his daughter were backstage with Kelly. And when they came out, of course, I was outside waiting for Kelly because that's what I do sometimes when I don't have access. Um you know, and Rick's daughter was like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Let's do a picture. So Rick remembered that. So it was like as much as I was kissing up to Rick, Rick was kind of kissing up to me because his his daughter is actually a fan of this podcast, um, you know, of my podcast life. And just now now she's going to be a fan of uh, Behind the Velvet Rope. So that was that. So when the show was over, it was time for the meet and greet. Now, there were two meet and greets. Now, everyone who knows Ramona knows Ramona hates to interact with fans, and she hates to take pictures. So let me explain these three different women how this works. Kelly is somewhere in the middle. She's nice enough that when she's getting paid for a gig and pictures are included as part of the appearance fee, Kelly will take a picture, smile, you know – She doesn't want to run up and hug everyone, but she's nice enough and she'll fake it and everyone has a good experience with her. Then there is Dolores who you can tell her within the first 30 seconds of meeting her that you almost didn't make it this evening and your mother is sick in the hospital and the hospital is two cities away. And Dolores will literally tell you to get out your cell phone. She will give you her cell phone number, and on Monday, she will show up at your mother's hospital and say, I just want you to get better. So we have Kelly in the middle. We have Dolores on one side who literally will invite you over for Sunday spaghetti and meatballs if you talk to her for more than 30 seconds. And I'm not joking. The first time I met Dolores, I mean, now she refers to me as family. She is 100% my family. But literally, I had Dolores' cell phone within the first 30 seconds of meeting her. She's like the nicest human being that has ever existed. I've said this before. And when I grow up, I want to be half the woman that she is. That is all that I hope for in life. But anyway... And then you have Ramona. So Ramona just, you know, for all the rumors and she doesn't like this, it's they're all true, guys. Ramona does not like to interact with fans and hates to do pictures. Somehow, I would say 99% of the time that I go after Ramona for a picture, I've gotten it. But it is never, ever a fun, easy, or pleasant experience. This is what makes me and Ramona have this very 
long history. And it's really like I have Stockholm Syndrome. It's really like there's something wrong with me because I should just rise above it and be like, I don't need this. But the ruder Ramona is to me, the more that I fucking love her, there's something which really, I don't know. This is not my therapy session, but that really says something about myself. I, 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 I don't know. But so that's Ramona. So there's two types of VIP. There's the advanced VIP, and then there's the regular VIP for all the fans. So the advanced VIP is – well, let's just say the regular VIP is get in a line, line up, and get your picture taken. And you'll, that's it, and you – you leave. The advanced VIP is that, but you also get a cocktail party for like 20 minutes with all of the girls. So once it was over, they came backstage. I told Dolores she did a great job. Now the girl and, and the advanced VIP also gets a signed poster. So I'm now backstage because the advanced VIP people are already in their cocktail party drinking the cheap ass champagne, waiting for the girls to arrive. So there's like this major drama that like the person running it is like none of the women signed the poster. I'm like, fuck. See, here's the thing if you invite me as the plus one like i'll go to work i mean i don't work for dolores i don't work for any of these women i'm just friends with them but i will go to work like trust me i'm good in action so all of a sudden i'm like let me take over i know how to help i grabbed all the posters i grabbed a million like sharpies selfies like like the sharpies and i'm like listen i'm like we need to pick one color this has to be consistent so dolores is the easiest so they bring all the posters to dolores Excuse me. I bring all the posters to Dolores. I'm like, you just sign all of these right away. Now that it's the new year, how many of you are returning holiday gifts that you got that you either didn't want or wait a second, even worse, don't work? One gift you would never need to return is Relief Band because it actually does work. I know this for a fact because I've been a user for about a year now. I have motion sickness. Now, I know a lot of you do. And Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness. Now, you can also use this for anxiety, migraines, hangovers. It's great for hangovers, morning sickness. I don't leave home without it. I used to get so sick in Ubers and now I wear it and I don't get sick anymore. So listen, if you guys want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band right now because you're listening to Behind the Velvet Rope. I have an exclusive offer for you. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code velvet, you get 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code VELVET to get 20% off plus free shipping. The next thing I know, Ramona comes in the dressing room and she's like, is there any alcohol in here? And I'm like, well, there was tequila. And she's like, yeah, I know. Someone finished the tequila. And I was like, oh. And she's like, don't even tell me that was you. Don't even tell me that was you. Did you finish that tequila? Mind you, this wasn't her tequila. It was the hair and makeup people's tequila. And I'm like, and I'm literally sitting there. She's like, you're drinking tequila. I think it was you who finished the tequila. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I did. I'm like, do you want it? She's like, no. Like she looked at me like I was crazy because I already drank it. And I was like, listen, anyway, since you're in here, Ramona, I actually need you to do something. She looked at me like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm Ramona Singer. Like, you're not going to tell me. What. I'm like, you have to sign these. Like, she's like, okay, fine. So then someone found her the cheap champagne. She's like, this sucks. I'm like, it it does suck. I'm like, listen, we're good. We're going to go to dinner after Ramona. It's going to be fine. You're going to have a nice drink. I'll have a nice drink with you. Just sign all these. So I had to run between the dressing rooms, have Ramona, Dolores, and Kelly Dodd sign all these things. 
Then it came time to the advanced VIP. The girls went in. The fans went crazy. Ramona actually did well. I mean, it was in her contract. She had to take pictures, but she actually did well. You know, and then I found my moment. And after, you know, I mean, I took pictures for everyone else in the VIP. And I'm like, Ramona, may I have a picture with you too? And she's like, yes, yes, you may. So I'm like, yes. So at least I got my, my picture with Ramona out of the way. Took some pictures with Rick, Kelly. I forgot my good friend Dolores. Like, this is why, like, it's like when you know someone really well, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even get a picture with Dolores, the person that brought me. So then this cocktail party was over. Nothing really major happened there. I mean, you know, Ramona was over being hugged by everybody, but she was shockingly a good sport more than I thought. So then it came time for just the regular VIP. So all these advanced people know how to get in line. There was a huge line. Everyone got up on stage. You stood in between Ramona, um, Kelly, and Dolores, and you got your picture. So I'm like, the line kept going. People were like so drunk, blah, blah, blah. So at the end of the whole thing, because I said to Dolores, you know, at the end of all this, and I said to the organizer too, like, I'm with Dolores. Like, I'm her friend. Dolores's other friends, by the way, they're real people. They're not like fame whores. So they, first of all, they're like, why would we even want a picture with Ramona? Because she's not even nice to us. I'm like huh so that's how like normal people are like if someone's not nice to you you don't want anything to do with them like i get it i get it like you're like normal but i'm not normal and the ruder she is i want my picture so i said to dolores and the person running it like which i always do this like even though i'm here as your friend and i'm like backstage hanging out when all these people are done with their picture i want a picture between the three of you so it's my turn to get the picture I wa- well, first of all, no, no, no. Let me back up. The whole thing is over, and now Ramona gets out of line, and I'm like, next. I'm literally the last person there. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 just wait a second. I'm like getting my picture. So Ramona's like, you're coming to dinner with me because after these things, you guys, we all go to dinner, like me, Kelly, Ramona, like that's how it works. So she gets out of line, and I'm like, no, Ramona, Dolores. She was very nice, but Dolores is like, absolutely not. He's been waiting this whole time. Get back in line and give him the picture. Dolores, I told you, Dolores has my back. So Ramona's like, okay, okay. So we get back in line. I get my picture, and now it's time to leave. And I'm like, see you at the restaurant. Everyone leaves except Dolores and her crew. Dolores is like over it at this point. She's like, I really just wish we can go back to the hotel. I'm like, Dolores, Dolores. Dolores, we cannot go back to the hotel. I I need to have this dinner. So we go to dinner. We get there. And, you know, it's like the whole group. I, of course, have to run, literally almost trip over a chair and sit next to Ramona. So, like, Kelly and Rick are at the head of the table. Dolores is on, like, one side of Kelly and then, like, Dolores' crew. Ramona's on the other, like, across from Dolores next to Rick and I literally sat down and sat next to Ramona. Now, again, I should have nothing but anything to say to Dolores. She's like my BFF. I basically ignored Dolores during this dinner. I, I like didn't say a word to her because I was so – I said like one word to Dolores, one and a half words to Rick and Kelly. I wanted to just focus in on the singer stinger. Again, guys, I told you there's something wrong with me. I wanted to talk to nobody but Ramona, which is really sick. Now, let me just say that the menus are presented. We just sat down. I, like, need my drink at this point because this was, like, I've never been backstage, and I'm not even trying to be obnoxious, with, like, such a limited – there was nothing. There was, like, 
chips and there was like no alcohol. So I was like literally ready to kill somebody. I needed a drink so bad. And Ramona does, I mean, and Dolores doesn't drink. So like we sit down, we're like, Ramona's like, we need drinks. I'm like, uh, yes, we do. We had a moment of bonding, me, her and Kelly, like we're all the alcoholics and, you know, we're all the alcoholics in the group. So we like, Ramona and I drink, not exactly the same drink, but she drinks her gray goose straight up, no vermouth no dirty and she gets her lemon twist i do the same thing i just do the gray goose pear but we had like the same drink so we had a moment of bonding ramona and i now after this the menus are delivered they're not opened ramona's like wait do you have a fish do you have a fish is there a fish is there any fish on the menu the guy's like basically the the menu's right in front of you ramona she doesn't want to look at the menu the guy's like this she's like that's it I'll, I'll, that's a good one i'll like she, she like literally makes the guy read the, the fish to her she's like i'll like have the branzino i'll have the branzino he's like okay like do you want she's like no no no. like you're not gonna bring it out with everyone else's i like want the branzino now i like want it now so ramona as everyone is perusing through the menu orders her branzino which is delivered within like three minutes so ramona is now sitting next to me eating a full course dinner on her own, and no one else has even looked at the menu. Ramona does not care. She wants her food. She wants this. She wants that. But okay. So now she's trying to make small talk. So she's going around to people in like that she doesn't know, which is really mostly Dolores' clique. And like the host was there, and she's asking people what they do. So when it came to – literally, she's talking. I was like, Ramona. She looks at me. I'm like, I, literally at this point, it's not even like I'm drunk. I've only had like four sips of my martini. But like, I just was in a mood of like, I just don't fucking care. I mean, if you're going to hate me, we have this really checkered past. I, I just don't care. I was just in the mood to fuck with Ramona. I really was. So I was like, Ramona, she looks at me. And I'm like, you're asking everyone what they do. You're not asking me. And she's like, well, what do you do? So I told her I had a podcast, you know, and she, I, you know, all about Bravo. She kind of listened a little bit. She, like, didn't really understand, but then she kind of understand. And I said, listen, I have to be honest with you and tell you, you know, because everyone knows this summer, I'm sure you guys have all seen the video that was filmed with Ramona and Giselle where in the Hamptons with Kristen Tateman where Ramona pushes Giselle out of the picture. And then she says, like, women helping women. So that video, I took it. That video with Ramona pushing Giselle out of the picture, I took that video. I didn't really mean for it to go. I I was with a friend. You know, we were together. But, like, you know, I I took it, and we didn't mean for it to go viral. We just kind of put it out there, like, on Instagram, and it got picked up all over. It was on Watch What Happens. It was on the talk. Sarah Gilbert mentioned it. So, I mean, Ramona mentioned it. So I said, listen, so like, you know, in addition to my podcast, I have to be honest, like this summer, and I didn't really know what I was saying. Like, it's a fine line. I thought maybe I would get some credit. So I was like, you know, this, you know, like, A, I would get credit, like, hey, I'm from New York. Like, I was just grasping at straws, guys, to try to bond with Ramona any way I could. You know, A, B, I'm in the Hamptons. Like, I, I am in the Hamptons too, bitch. Like, I can, I play in your playground, you know, yeah, I guess that that was my point of what I was trying to accomplish. But I was like, that video of you and Giselle were like, you know, you pushed Giselle out, you know, you asked her to leave the picture. I was very nice. I was like, that was me. And then I was like, I filmed that. I'm like, I didn't mean for it to go so viral, but I was there. And like, I filmed that. Oh my God. What the fuck was I saying? Ramona's face turned goat. Like, she got it. She got it. She put two and two together and she got it. And she then 
it was like we were there that day. She's like, you know, you know, like, and did they like misunderstood this? And like, I didn't mean to push her out of the video. And if you watch the whole thing, I said, women helping women. And I like, she then got so upset and so defensive of like, and she's like, whatever. And like, I did it. And like, I don't hate Giselle. And like, she literally went into attack mode with me. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Now, Dolores doesn't care. Like, Dolores does not care at all. It's not like, oh my God, I'm Dolores is plus one and she's going to lose this gig. I mean, the gig's over. Dolores doesn't care. So I wasn't worried about that. I was just like, holy shit. Like, I just fucking pissed off Ramona. I tried to salvage this, but I just fucking pissed off Ramona. So this was so south at this point. I mean, I I don't know what I thought I would accomplish when I told her I, I did this video. Oh my God. So she was like, uh, and then literally she turned her back on me that, that she was done with me. Like you took this video that basically everyone is talking about like a year later, how I like pushed his out of a video. She didn't ask for, she truly believed me. And then, so this, this went really south. Then I was like, that's it. I need to pull out some big gun. And I just, I didn't know what I was doing. So I fell on the sword and I said, with her back still towards me, I said, Let me clear my throat, everybody. I said, we have to take a sip of coffee for this. I said, Ramona, let me just tell you. I said, you might sit here and you might have your back towards me and you might hate me and you might not want to speak to me. And that is just okay. But I have to tell you something. I said, Ramona, I have to tell you something. And then she looked at me. I said, you might not like me, and you might not want to speak to me, but I fucking love you. I fucking love you. So you can sit there, and you cannot want to speak to me. I am going to sit here, and I am going to love you. I'm going to love you quietly. I'm going to love you close. I will love you from afar. This whole dinner, you might not like me, but I am going to just send so much love in your direction because that's how I feel about you. Oh, my God. I fell on the sword, you guys. I fucking fell on the sword. And that was it. I mean, listen, are we best friends now? No. She took another sip of her drink. And listen, it takes one to know one, guys. Like, I have to admit, when you have, like, that third sip or that fourth sip of that martini, life is good, man. Life is fucking good. Falling on the sword, is it helped. She was like, I broke down that wall. Again, If I saw Ramona right now and she walked in this room, she would pretend like she didn't know me. So there's no visions of grandeur here. I don't think that I she's like my that she's my BFF. But I took this dinner, which was so I I sunk so low when I told her that I did this video and it basically went out, went viral about how Ramona pushed Giselle out of the video. And that was I was responsible for that. And like so low, and I turned it around. I'm like, you go, David. And then she took another sip of the martini, and then she just softened up. We're not going to be best friends, but she softened up. And then that was it. There was no more speaking to Dolores or Kelly. Ramona and I then could not fucking shut up. She actually asked me questions. Well, where, well, well, where do you live, Chelsea? Oh, oh, Chelsea's nice. I, I, I like know of Chelsea. Oh, like we kept talking. We talked about. What, let, let me just think of what else we talked about. Because listen, here's the thing. Oh, and by, during our talk, sh- okay, so we we talked about a lot of what goes on this new season in Real Housewives of New York. Now, listen, here's the thing everyone knows about me 
you know, from doing this podcast and like we are behind the velvet rope. Guys, I will give you 99% of what happens at any given event that I have access to, that I don't have access to, that I'm like, whatever it is, I will tell you basically everything. When it's really, really confidential, it's not that I don't want to tell you guys, it's that I can't because if I am cut off, then you'll never hear from me again. And then you won't be happy. You'll, you'll get nothing. You'll get no tidbits. So there's a lot of what she was saying. And then it dawned on her, this fucking kid, this kid David from Chelsea, New York City, just told me like he did this video and he has a podcast. So she actually said to me, she actually fucking checked me. She said, you do know like this is not for any podcast, right? This is just us. Like this is just us out having like a, a meal. We're having like a meal. Like this is not for a podcast. So she basically fu- – listen, guys, I, I I get threatened all the time. Like this is nothing new. We'll get into it. Like Sonia's told me not to say shit. Teresa – I just had an experience with Teresa. We're not talking about it on this episode. Teresa just basically called me out. I was on my phone. Teresa thought I was recording something. Oh, my God. Like you guys, there's – so listen – we have so much to talk about behind the velvet rope. There is so much coming up. But Ramona was like basically threatening me like this isn't going – I'm like of course it's not going on a podcast. So – but I mean you know so the real confidential stuff I can't really get into. I can tell you Ramona loves Leah. All the girls love Leah. Leah McSweeney, the new New York housewife. I have – I mean first of all, I fucking love Leah. I literally love Leah. I cannot even tell you. I have spoken more in DMs with Leah, who's not even on the show yet, than I have with some people that I've met 800 times. Like, and I don't mean like, oh, I'm wonderful, look at me. I mean, Leah's just a real fucking human being who's like, I've met you four or five times and I know who you are. So when you DM me, I could respond to you from one human being to another. Like nothing has gone to her head. Leah is just fucking amazing. But Ramona loves Leah. She, don't forget, Leah's like 38. Ramona's like 62. She sees Leah as a daughter. She said, you know, sometimes she gets so upset with Leah because she's not listening to Ramona's wisdom. You know, she just wishes Leah would listen more at times, but she loves Leah. Um, So we're like breaking the fourth world talking about the show. You know, again, I can't talk about all this other confidential stuff, but she loves Leah. All the girls love Leah. She views Leah as a daughter. You know, she everyone thinks Leah's great because she brings in the whole downtown scene. Um, We talked about Elise. Swain, who is the new friend of basically Elise is the new Barbara Kay. Um, what can I say about Elise? Ramona brought Elise on, whereas Luann brought on Barbara Kavavit, you know, and they're not friends anymore. Ramona brought on Elise, period. I don't want to say any more than that, but let me just refrain. Luann, let me let me just rephrase. Excuse me, I'm, I haven't had enough coffee today. Luann brought on Barbara Kavavit. And they're no longer friends. I don't really want to say how anyone feels about Elise, but Ramona brought Elise on. All right. There's enough to say. I, I've met Elise. I personally like her. Um, what else did Ramona and I talk about? Oh, then Ramona starts talking about – and this is like just all over the course. By the way, we now are on our second martini, guys. So Ramona gets another martini. I get another martini. And here's the thing. This is how – I mean I hate to say – I've become friendly with a lot of these housewives through alcohol, but 
it really does have something to do with it. Because, like, again, there's Dolores. Dolores does not drink. Kelly and Rick drank, but, like, okay, they were kind of into their own thing. And Ramona had nobody. So somehow I went from being Dolores's plus one to being Ramona's plus one. So Ramona then is talking about, literally, she's asking me, and do you know that I'm 62? Well, yeah, I actually know everything about you. And she's like, now she starts asking, do you think I look good for 62? Do you think I was like, yeah, you do. Because she really does, guys. Then she starts telling me that everyone is telling her she should date someone, you know, like in their 60s. She's like, I don't want to date someone in my 60s. So she's basically telling me that she's like very youthful for her age and she doesn't feel she should. So I'm like, if you don't feel like you should date someone in your 60s, like what do you feel like you should date? 50s. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's age appropriate if you date someone 50 years old or 51. Like, that's, I mean, I thought she was going to be like a Sonia and say like 23. So I was like, okay, well, 50s is appropriate. She's like, you think it's appropriate? I'm like, it's absolutely appropriate. You know, she was telling me how she like has been hanging out at Omar's. I actually hang out at Omar's a lot. Anyone who comes to New York, I know you're all flocking to the Regency and you can find me at the Regency most nights now. But, you know, Really, check out Omar's. A lot of the people, like Dorinda hangs out at Omar's all the time. Like, it's, listen, guys, it's all about the Upper East Side. I live in Chelsea, and I just have realized I have to go to the Upper East Side. You know, really, for all of you, for all of you guys, I literally travel above 23rd Street many nights now just for you guys. But Ramona's at Omar's a lot with Luann, um, not with Luann, with uh, Ram- um, uh, with Dorinda. So anyone that wants to try to find some of these people and doesn't want to go to the Regency, try Omar's. It's at Valcuz if you come to New York. But also you could just DM me and I'll tell you where to go. Um, so she starts talking about dating and I just think that's so funny. She starts talking about, I mean, she's all over the place. She starts talking about Bethany you know, nothing that hasn't been said. Like, everyone's like, it's a great season. The air is so much, like, lighter. The air was so heavy with Bethany. It was her show. You know, she brought, like, the vibe down. Like, again, I don't. this is not really so, you know, strange that I'm saying all this. Then she starts talking about her new apartment. Like, anyone who lives in New York knows that, like, Ramona sold her apartment and moved into um, a, new, a new apartment, which she rents. Somehow all the girls are renting. Sonia is now renting out the townhouse and renting. Luann is renting. They're on the upper west side uh dorinda and ramona left their apartments dorinda is definitely getting a free apartment because when dorinda moved into her apartment she posted that building it was a new building like every day like i'm in my bath at the ofrenda i mean like it's called the ofrenda i'm at i'm in my my bed i mean this so i think ramona might have a free apartment too because she posts about her apartment a lot but uh, don't quote me on that um, but then she starts showing me all her apartment renovations and do I like them? And I start telling her, like, I've been toying with the idea of moving, not out of Chelsea guys, you know, just maybe to a bigger place. <sighs> so I, I went from not speaking to her just to like totally bonding with her. Then we had a third drink and now it's just like Ramona is like loving me and she's asking me like what it's like to be gay and like am I dating anyone and she starts showing me boys in her phone and like I want to fix you up with these guys and I'm just like oh my god I'm like I'm loving it so then at this point 
what happened at this point? Oh, so we kept talking. I mean, really, there's nothing else really that happened. But at this point, we kept talking. We kept talking. And she started saying she was having some party coming up. And she's like, well, you'll come. You'll come. You'll come. She's like, take my cell phone number. So here's the thing. She gave me her cell phone number. I have Ramona Singer's cell phone number. Now, of course, what happens is when someone gives – I mean, when all these you know girls give me their cell phone numbers, I always text. And I just say, you know, David Yontef. Just, you know, so like you have my cell phone number now too, just in case you're ever going to reach out to me. Hasn't happened yet. But I, 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 so I sent her my number, you know, my, my name. And then it, everything was happening, blah, blah, blah. So basically at this point, Dolores is like, I'm fucking out of here. Like we paid the, you know, the whatever, we're done eating. Someone paid the bill, whatever, I'm going. And I'm like, listen, do you mind if I stay out? Dolores is like, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm like, okay. So I stayed at the table with like Rick, Kelly, Ramona, and the hair and makeup people were there and, like, the host and the organizer of the event. Again, I have not spoken one word to Dolores at this point other than to say goodnight. Now I'm starting to talk to Kelly and Rick a little more, you know, broing out with Rick again. But really, I'm back with Ramona. Rick is like, dude, let's do after dinners. So, like, me, Kelly, Rick, Ramona, and, you know, the hair and makeup people, we did some after dinner drinks right there. But then what happened is, like, we, we, we all had very early flights home. Rick and Kelly and Ramona were like, okay, we're going to bed. And I was like, a, a literally... I literally almost got on my knees. I mean, I pretty much didn't. I was like, I will take you guys to drinks. Their drinks are on me. Wherever you guys want to go, please, please, please. But we didn't go anywhere else. They went home and then um, they went home. So then after they left, I said to like the hair and makeup people who were like did hair and makeup. I said to like this one guy, I said – and like we're just friends. He has a boyfriend. So like let's not read anything into this guy's. I said to this one guy, the the hair guy, I said, can you just like show me Ramona's number on your phone? And he's like, what? He's like, you know, I probably shouldn't give that information. I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not asking you for a number. I have her number. She gave me her number. But I am so wary of the singer stinger that I'm like, I just want to see. I mean, in my this is how crazy I am, you guys. Like, I'm such a New Yorker. I'm like, I just want to see if this phone number that the singer stinger gave me, who basically was ready to kill me because of the video that I took of her and Giselle. And then I turned around. I was like, is this bitch fucking with me? Turns out, guys, it's the same fucking number. So I have Ramona Singer's cell phone number. She's never responded to me. I mean, I just said, hi. I said, like, David, hi. Like, I don't really have anything to say to her. So I've liked her pictures on Instagram. I've commented since. Of course, I'm dead to Ramona. If she walked in here right now, she would act like she didn't know me. It's it, There's no visions of grandeur here. But what we've learned from this little chat is, A, I have Stockholm Syndrome because the ruder she is to me, the more I just want to be beaten up by her. Two, I'm a horrible person, but isn't that how you treat your family? Isn't it like you know your family will always be there for you, but when you go out into the world, you always – you kind of don't want to hang out with your family all the time. So – Yes, I'm horrible. I was horrible to Dolores. But I mean, listen, Dolores doesn't even doesn't even recognize this, you know, and it wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't anything personal. Oh, earlier in the night, this is just way earlier, Ramona came into the dressing room when, back when we were at the thing. And she's like, Dolores, Dolores, let's break the Internet. Let's go and take a picture. So Dolores and Ramona went and did a picture together to try to, like, break the Internet. Um, you know, because they're in a feud. But anyway, so nothing really happened other than the fact that I do have Ramona's cell phone number. It was a great dinner. She was ready to kill me over the video. I turned it around. I fell on a sword. I've never felt so close to Ramona in my life. I know about 
things that happen on the new season of RHONY. And my relationship with her continues to be just what it is. It's going to be, I'm not backing down anytime soon. I absolutely love her. There is a current Real Housewife of New York that I actually fucking hate. I actually hate beyond belief. And I'm not going to mention who it is. Um, but it's not Ramona. I, I love and I hate Ramona at the same time. So that's that, guys. Um, I think that's really it. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. And let me just wrap up by saying you are now behind the velvet rope. You're going to hear me talk alone. We're going to have guest co-hosts. We're going to have guests from Bravo. We're going to have other celebrity guests, guys. We have a lot going on. I have some other ideas. I have some other ideas that might involve some of you fans. So things are just getting started. Things are just getting started. Like anything new, it takes a minute. It takes a minute. Hopefully you've loved this little sit-down chat. Hopefully you've loved talking to me. And here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. And I'm being really honest right now. There are so many nights, so many nights that I am exhausted. I want to stay home. I want to put on my pajamas. I want to pour myself a chamomile cup of tea. I want to maybe read a book. I want to maybe take a bath. I want to maybe do a face mask. I definitely want to light candles. And I just want to stay in. Maybe even watch some of my Bravo shows. And I just want to relax and have a girl's night to myself. And I want to get to know myself. And I just want to just stare at the four walls and just watch the snow outside, watch the rain, and just be so happy to be in. Because I deserve a rest too, you guys. I really do. And that's the type of night that I want so, so badly. But let me tell you something. I get up, I have coffee, I put on my big girl pants, and I force myself out the fucking door because I, David Yontef, can best serve all of you behind the velvet rope. Thanks, guys. You've been great. Check me out on Instagram at David, Y as in yes, O as in Oliver, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, E as in Emily. F is in Frank. At David Yontef, you can also book me at Cameo. I'll say anything you want if you pay my rate. It's a really low rate, guys. It's $10. I could, we're talking bargain basement here. So, And hopefully you've enjoyed this. Tune in next time. I'll be back. Thank you, guys. Love you all. Peace out, bitches. I mean, there you go, guys. Now, listen, you remember I said I wasn't sure if I was going to cringe or not? There are so many parts of this that I actually cringed at. This is our first episode ever. Has David come far? Has David come far in these three some odd years? Well, listen, we have a great 2023 plans. We have big interviews. Oh, my gosh. We have things lined up. Thank you guys for being with me on this journey. I hope you like this revisit to the past, the pilot. And tomorrow, all new episodes. We are back, baby, and in business. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, 
feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.